Welcome to the Success IQ Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 99. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. I truly hope you are having an amazing week. So we're going to dive straight in and get started with this interview. I'm really looking forward to it because the technology and the whole idea of this really fascinates me. So Mike Coral is the guest today, and he's the Chief Operating Officer and Co-Founder of Digital Advertising Robo Agency and Platform Needles. Now, Michael has always had an entrepreneurial spirit. In fact, he started his first business while in university at the age of 18. Now he's in his 30s with many years of experience and several successful startups and exits. And he now helps other businesses reach potential clients at just the right time. So let's get started. Hi, Michael. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So, Michael, before we really get we dive deep into the stuff we're going to talk about today. Can you give us a little bit of a backstory of what's brought you to this point today? Sure. Um, you know, I'm 35. I'm an, I've been an entrepreneur for the last about 15 years or so. Um, born in Toronto, Canada. Uh, went to university out in uh, Halifax, uh, Nova Scotia, which is the kind of the east coast of Canada. Um, I've always had been, you know, an entrepreneur at heart, even though I haven't been an entrepreneur my entire life. Uh, my father was in real estate, so that's you know fairly entrepreneur, entrepreneurial. Um, I you know I went to university for um, you know for business uh, out of school. I worked for a number of different companies in sales and marketing roles. Um, I about ten, I'd say, fifteen years ago, I partnered up with uh, two longtime friends, Jeremy and Justin. We actually met each other at a summer camp when we were fourteen years old. And, uh, you know, we've been friends ever since. Um, and about 15 years ago, we started a couple of companies. One was uh, All You Can Eat Internet, um, which is a web development company. And one was WeSellYourSite.com, which is a website brokerage firm. Um, we ran those for, uh, for several years, making some, some great money with those. Um, and we started Needles, I'd say, about uh, four years ago now, in 2014, because um, we just found a need in the market that uh, um, we knew needed serving, uh, and that's where needle Needles came in. Um, I can talk a little bit more about Needles afterwards if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, because um, so there's a couple of things. Um, I really yeah. want to talk about needles because it's. Uh, I was looking at the website; it's fascinating, and I really want to get into that. But I have to sure. ask how how have you found working with friends? How do you uh, manage a, that? That's a great question. Um, we we've known each other for so long that we know all of our ins and outs, and I think we bring three very different perspectives to business. Um, and we all do very different jobs, right? I'm more of the sales marketing operations guy. Jeremy is more of the product guy and the technical guy. Uh, and Justin's more of the, you know, investor relations, strategy, high level thinking, that, that sort of thing. So we kind of like fell into those kind of like roles. Um, and we know like the nuances of our relationships. So we know kind of 
what buttons to push and what not to push. Um, sometimes it gets, you know, the tension happens like with any business partners. Um, but I think it's even easier, um, because we know kind of what's going to push someone's buttons or not and when to, when to lay off and when not to. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Cause you, you, I always, I was like, I've got friends who sometimes I think, Oh God, it'd be great if I could go into business with you. And then it's like, Hmm, could I, or would it spoil the friendship? So it's, it's lovely that you can manage that and your friendship as well and i'm assuming it's made you get it's strong it's strengthened the friendship as well yeah absolutely you know we've been it's very very rare that you can be in business with friends for like over a decade um i don't know many people at all that, that that can do that and it takes a specific type of you know, person to do that. And I think all of us uh, are able to uh, with a goal in mind of, you know, building very successful companies. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. So let's dive in to needles. What does needles do? Sure. Needles makes it super simple for business owners to create, target and optimize Facebook and Instagram ads. Um, Just by answering a few simple questions about their business, um, we're able to create anywhere from you know 50 to 100 ads, distribute them across Facebook and Instagram, target them using data science um, and machine learning, and then optimizing them 24-7, right? Um, we knew there was you know, a need for, um, you know, if you take a step back for a second, there's, there's only a few ways to like mark, advertise a business online. And if you're a small business owner who doesn't have many skills in terms of a digital, digital marketing, you can either try it yourself, which is hard if you don't know what you're doing. You can hire an agency, which is typically too expensive for like a small business owner, um, or you can use another platform. And what we found, you know, four years ago was that all the other platforms that were out there were really meant to automate your own knowledge. Um, and if you didn't have that knowledge, you couldn't really use the platforms that, that were out there. So we want to build something that was really meant for someone who knew they had to be on Facebook and Instagram, but really didn't know how to do it so well at a cost that's very attainable for any small business owner. We only charge $100 a month to access the platform, and you can start on your budgets as low as $50 a week. Right. So it's very attainable for a business owner. Yeah, because I, I know and I mean, I know from, you know, coaching businesses and, and entrepreneurs and those sort of things is that one of the biggest challenges is, as you've said, that is they're they're looking at all of these strategies that they have to do for so many different things and all of the digital marketing stuff that they need to do. And when someone puts uh, in the Facebook ads or the that, that sort of advertising, you just see them glaze over and fear leaks out their eyeballs because it's like, where do I even get started on this? So you've kind of like removed that uh, complexity and allowed That's, simplicity it, in the way. Exactly. I mean, if you go to facebook.com and try to set up an ad right now, the first option that you have to select is what type of campaign do you want to run, right? And then there's 15 different options to choose from, right? For a business owner, you just have no idea. You just want to get more people to your site. You want your phone to ring, um, your email, your inbox to be filled with leads or, you know, someone to buy your products. Um, You really don't really know where to start. And that's kind of, we took that away from the equation and just made it super simple. So even, you know, your grandmother can do it. Right. And that, that that's very true. When we built it out, we actually provided the the application to like our, our parents and we said, hey, can you go in and, you know, create a campaign? And they were able to do it and they weren't very tech savvy. 
And if they were able to do that, we knew that we had something there and we can actually serve these ads and have a business for, you know, serve for these types of people. Yeah, I love that. I love that because I I also think from from the point of view is, is removing that um, challenge of too many, you know, especially micro businesses spend too much time working in their business and they're not spending that time working on it. And with the with the strategy that Needles provides, it's being able to go, actually, you can put some time aside, get that done and then move on. And exactly. stuff is going on in the background. Is that is that sort of ultimately the kind of thing it does? Yeah. The funny thing was when we built it, we wanted, you know, the goal for us was to make it more effective for business owners to, you know, advertise on Facebook and Instagram. So more sales, more leads. What we found that why people come to us is not because um, it's more effective. It's because it saves them time. That's the biggest thing. It just saves them a ton of time. So when they come in, it takes them, you know, 15, 20 minutes to set up a campaign from the beginning to end. Um, even with our assistance as well, there's live chat on the website um, that actually helps, you know, with helps with headlines and text and images and things like that. So we really kind of handhold you through that process. Um, and it just saves so much time. And that's when people stay with us is because of the time saving and the, the ease of use. And, you know, secondary to that, yes, it, it works too. And, you know, they're making money from it and they're getting an ROI from that. Um, that's a byproduct of why people come to us. So what do you think, um, are important things for the small business to know because you know the information age we've got you've got people like coaches and there's an awful lot of people on the show who are micro businesses coaches or trainers and stuff like that who are looking at growing their business now some of them are wanting to just settle others are wanting to grow the digital empire and do all of that sort of cool stuff um what do you think are some of the important things about un- growing that sort of platform in order to help them move forward? Sure. Well, the, the biggest thing and the biggest challenge I think we see when clients come to us is that, you know, we can be the best platform in the world to run Facebook ads. Um, but if the sales funnel, like the actual like business itself isn't set up for digital, then we're just wasting our time, right? So one thing is if you're not, if your website isn't mobile friendly, right? If you go to the site and it looks like it's all broken, it's like it's built in the 90s or something like that, then chances are, even if we have the best creative possible and the most targeted ads possible, you're not gonna get any business from it, right? If you go to the site and it's just not, producing, you know, like it just, you bounce off of it within like, you know, two seconds, then it's not going to produce what you're looking for it to produce. So having a proper website, a high converting website is critical, um, when it comes to digital advertising. Um, and you know, past that, you know, once you have like an amazing site, that's the first step. The step after that is making sure that, you know, you have a proper, you know, like nurturing sequence, um, depending on what your business is, whether it be um, you're emailing back and forth to get us to get a sale or you're having a phone call and then like a sequence after that. Got to have that process in place um, in order to handle the leads and traffic that's coming to your site. Right. We're really at the top of the funnel, providing you with providing businesses with quality leads. But if you're not able to kind of fulfill that, um, then it's, it's all for naught. So before starting any, you know, advertising campaign with us, 
is kind of making sure that your digital house is in order from 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 that standpoint um you know bar none and do you find there's quite a few companies that just immediately jump onto that no we just need to do some ads and then they they but they haven't got that plat that that structure and that system in place because yeah, they're just I'll- so desperate that they're, they're kind of like running around like headless chickens in some ways yeah, all all the time. That's that, and that's the you know that's the hard part about I guess running a company like ours is that you have businesses that come in that think, oh yeah, I'm just going to throw up you know a Facebook ad and I'll make a million bucks. Um, and it's not it's not the case, right? Um, I'd say like on a, in every day we get you know a bunch of sales that happen every day. Businesses creating new campaigns. Um, I'd say 20, 30 percent of them that come in. Um, just don't have a proper like sales funnel, a proper website. Um, they just have like, there's no call to actions on the site. The site, you just like breaks when you're looking at it in like Safari or Chrome on your mobile device. You just can't even read the text. Right. And you have to just like understand that and say, okay, like would I buy something from this site? And if the answer is no, then you got to have to look back and say, okay, let's try to fix that first before we get started. Um, and that's and we try to help with that too, right? When someone comes in and we look at their site, we'll advise them on ways to improve their site, right? We have a partnership with a company called um, LeadPages.net, where you can create landing pages in minutes, um, and it's super simple to make like high converting landing pages that are mobile optimized. Um, so having something like that is is, is critical. It's interesting because one of the, one of the other things is I think is when you're starting off. Or, you know, even if you're established and you're moving on to that digital sort of marketing platform, it's all the things that you get told. It's all the things that you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And, you know, in some cases, they can be quite dangerous uh, in the sense of they are they're steering someone who doesn't have the knowledge into making bad decisions. What type of um, what type of things have, have you heard? Because you've been doing this a long time. So what yeah. what do you feel are the are the sort of the 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 big ones that you keep hearing that you go oh no someone's just advised them to do that? Yeah, that's that, that that's a good question. I think what there's a lot of marketing companies out there that try to like you know like you're saying take advantage of of the small business owner um, and you know I, I'm not going to name any companies or anything like that, but um, you know there are there are firms that want to get like let's say. A real estate agent into a you know a marketing platform that costs five thousand dollars a month that'll change their business and they just don't need it right they're kind of overselling services whether it be like you know an, an email marketing funnel that they have to set up or like 15 different landing pages for every different type of like house they need to sell right they're just kind of like over overselling and sometimes small business owners just kind of um, you know, just take it for what it's worth. Cause there's, you know, they sound great on the phone and it's just like, they've read some reviews and some reviews say, Oh, that's fantastic too, but they really don't actually need it. Right. So when people come to us, we're like, okay, you know, we're not in it to, you know, make millions of dollars from a, you know, a business owner. We want to help like the business owners from, and not take much money from them. It's only a hundred bucks a month for us. Right. And we take 10% of their advertising spend. Right. Um, so it's not, not very, very much at all. So, um, as far as like very specific, um, you know, things that, 
uh, you know, other business owners do. I think it's just like over overselling them things, right? Uh, there's not like a a very unique example that I can think of off the top of my head, but it's it's just the the sheer uh, I guess dollar value that people try to sell small businesses with. Um, it kind of rubs me the wrong way sometimes where I just see that, you know, say, I just wasted, like, I have business owners come to me and say, I've just wasted, like, you know, $20,000 on this program that, like, got me no sales. I'm like, okay, like, and then what happened? And he, they go through a whole long, you know, a story as to why, you know, they, they did it. And I'm just kind of shaking my head and, you know, I just feel bad for them. So, like, at times when I hear that, I almost, like, Want to waive my platform fees and say, here, look, let me just show you how to do this like the right way, and just and just do that, right? Um, you know, I, yes, I'm a for-profit business, but I'm really not in it for the money in that in that regard. I want to help businesses succeed. Yeah, I know because when I when I first started out ten years ago, and the the one of the companies that I had hired again, we're mentioning no names, um, kind of like said, right, okay, we need to do some um, click click ads on the on on the website and i was going okay fine no problems did that and i wasn't getting any click-throughs at all the numbers were rubbish and yeah. when i when it ended up getting the report and getting the guide and i was playing paying about 500 dollars a month for yep. for this and when we we sat them down and went okay can you please explain and i knew nothing about any of this stuff yeah. and the the one thing that they never put me through is they didn't put me on google yeah. So they were putting me on all the others, but they weren't putting me on the biggest search engine of, of anything. Right. And it's like, brilliant. Okay. Yet, as far as they were concerned, they were giving me a service. So it's it's always yeah. about that sort of – do you think there's an element where just getting a little bit of knowledge about this sort of thing before you invest in looking at that sort of thing is a good idea? Or do you think that that sometimes can be a dangerous thing? No, I think it, you know, it, it's helpful to kind of understand a little bit, and you know, we, you know, we've seen that too. That's why we have, <clears throat> excuse me, that's why we have what's called uh, Needles University. If you go to the URL u.needles.com, um, there's just a bunch of training materials and best practices for you know just being a good digital marketer. Right. Um, you don't have to know all the ins and outs. And there's like, you know, a ton of resources online um, if you have time to, to sift through it all. But, you know, I think you'd be, you end up going through a rabbit hole there and then getting so much different information that your head starts spinning. Um, so sometimes you just want to take a step back and say, OK, I just want to trust like pick a company, pick the right company that can do one thing very well and just do that. Right. And, and, and that and that's it because there's so much noise out there there's 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 way too much and that's quite frankly it's hard to know like who to trust and what what, what you're reading who to trust it's very yeah. it's difficult yeah, yeah i have the same in my industry it's like the, the amount of the amount of personal development stuff that's out there and the amount of stuff that you go it's like wow okay and some stuff is like wow that's brilliant and other stuff is like oh no please don't 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 yeah. go there <laughs> but yeah, i suppose tough, you get that but... in most agency in most uh, industries don't you with everything now, like if you if I browse through my own like my own LinkedIn feed and my own Facebook feed, I don't know how many videos or images I see of just people telling me that they can help me grow my business, right? In general, right? So that's what everyone wants to do. And we at Eatles, we do the same thing, right? Um, just from a different angle, right? And we try to be honest about it and as, as much as we can and try to stand out that way. But so you got to find a way to kind of you know weed yourself out from the clutter. Um, and, you know, have something that's like, you know, that's worthwhile that people believe in. Um, and that's what we've tried to do here. 
Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so what we're going to do now is we're going to go into the second part of the show. This is where I get an opportunity to put you on the hot seat and ask you a set of questions I ask every single guest who comes on the show. So are you ready? Sure. Excited. Okay, so the first question is, on average, how much time a week do you dedicate yourself to self-development? Good question. Not enough. Uh, <laughs> I'd say I'd say maybe one to two hours a week. Right. Okay. I'd say I'd say about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what book has made? Question number two. Sorry. What book has made the biggest impact on your self development or personal growth, and why? Sure. And this is actually a fairly recent book that I've been getting into. Um, it's written by you know uh, a very famous digital marketer, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, and the book is called Ask Gary V. And it's literally a book about, you know, any questions that like are users submitted to, you know, to Gary V. And he just answers them with within the book. Um, and that book really reminds me, uh, you know, the, the kind of theme around the whole the whole book is you just got to work hard, right? Have a good work ethic. And sometimes like anybody, whether business that you're in, you just have to have that constant reminder every day, just like have a solid work ethic. If you get lazy, if you're sitting on the couch, you know, watching like two, three hours of TV, you kind of just pick up this book and say, hey, what are you doing? Just do, do, do some more work, have a better work ethic, right? Um, and that's kind of, you know, why I like that. And, you know, uh, yeah. And it's, a, and it's an amazing way of doing a boot because an awful lot of them were based on questions that was asked to this podcast or on a show. And you just right. think that guy's just created a great book of answers from people who have already asked him questions. So work-wise, it was probably not as much as if you were going to write a whole book from scratch, but he's right. been able to compile all of that data and information into one really good-sized book. It's quite meaty as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, like, like one question, I actually have the book in front of me. Like one question was, you know, how do you deal with burnout, right? And he just goes into, you know, what he does. And, you know, you, it's, I just love reading these types of, you know, these, these types of books and, and his answers. And, you know, he's just very like down to earth and he's no, you know, he's a no BS kind of guy, um, which is oh, yeah. why yeah, I, I like him. He certainly yeah. is no BS. It's straight to the bone sometimes when he talks to exactly. people. Exactly. <laughs> he tells it like it is, and that's what you need. Sometimes that's what you need, especially for personal development and self-help. You just need a kick in the butt sometimes. Yeah, I think sometimes he's misunderstood when he talks about hustle and stuff. Um, I think people don't always listen to what he's tr the lessons and messages that sometimes he's trying to say. Um, yeah. And they just think, well, I just need to work every hour God sends and sod everything else. And that's not what he says. He's just, he has a very different, he, it's don't try to be Gary Vaynerchuk, just learn from what he says, but don't right. try to be it. And I think there's an important lesson for that. But it's, right. um, but yeah, brilliant. Okay. Question number three, what app makes the biggest impact to your business or life? Sure. So this is, um, it's not like an, a, a phone app. It's more of a web app. It's called a uh, zapier.com. I don't know if you use it in your own business, but, uh, it's fantastic. It connects everything to everything else. Right. Um, it's basically the spider web for, um, you know, for my business. Uh, you know, if I want to have, let's say a lead comes in to, you know, my website and they fill out a form, right. I use Zapier to zap it from, you know, my CRM to my, 
email marketing system to my Slack channel to then set up a you know an automated phone call for you know my one of my sales reps. Um, they can handle all of that. It does so many things, and it's it's you know it's changed my business life. It's it's fantastic. I've actually become like a a Zapier expert now. One of their one of their like systems. Like I actually took a course to do that because um, I was so passionate about like using it. Now I'm helping others use it as well. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, you know, it's a godsend to so many people because I don't think. Um, because there's that there's Zapier, there's I think there's Automate and there's I is IFTTT T or yeah. then then that one. Yeah, if this but, then that. Yeah, that's right. That. But yeah. um but Zapier just nails it out the ballpark. And especially because you can add like you said, is you can add multiple strings now. So it's it's yeah. using it's is it intelligent logic it's using now. I think there was something that they've added to one of the levels or something. But yeah, it's just it's- amazing. Very cool. I love it. Um, I can't, I couldn't live without it. If they just, and I would actually, I pay them more than what I'm paying right now, which is kind of crazy. I think it's only like a hundred something bucks a month. Um, and if they told me they're increasing my, you know, cost by time times 10, I still use them. Like it's that, it's that good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you'd be lost if all of a sudden they went, well, we'll just stop with it. <laughs> be like, yeah, oh no, exactly. please don't. <laughs> yeah, totally. I totally would be. Question number four is what's your biggest business mistake and what did it teach you? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, in running my business, it would be hiring too fast, right, to fill, you know, specific roles. Um, sometimes we just like we would hire, you know, one of the first people that would come come through the door because, you know, they sounded good and they, you know, it was, it was good. Um, so we hired them and then we realized, you know, that they just weren't the best fit. We invest so much time and energy to onboard them, you know, if, you know, a couple months to get them up to speed. And like they were good. I'd say they're like, 70% good, 75% good, right? But um, they weren't like the best, right? And we were just I guess, complacent with keeping someone who's just like good and not great, right? Um, so, you know, that taught me to, let's say, you know, hire a lot slower. I know that's, you know, everyone says that, but it's, it's so true. Um, and then make sure you're getting your, you know, your A players, not your, not, not, not your B players, right? And uh, it's sometimes hard to do. It's hard to find that person. You have to kind of convince them that, you know, you should align yourselves with someone, you know, who you're working with. Right. Um, so it's hard to do that sometimes. But uh, that's the biggest thing for me is that, you know, I learned the hard way. We, I think we hired several people that, you know, that we shouldn't have um, no longer with they're no longer with us now. We're hiring better people now. Um, but that was a mistake that uh, I definitely learned from. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Okay. Uh question number five is what are your challenges in harmonizing work and life and how do you manage them? Sure. So I, I'm still working on that. Um I <laughs> I actually I have two kids at home. I actually have one on the way, literally due um any minute now. Oh, congratulations. Um, could, thank you. It could be today, it could be t- I I don't know. Uh, very soon my wife is uh ready to go. Um so I try to have like you know, if I'm with my family, I'm with my family and I don't look at my phone. I try not to do any work at all and just be, you know, be in the moment. Uh, you know, there's so many hours in the day, there's 24 hours in the day, you know, I use seven of them to sleep, eight of them to sleep sometimes. Right. I'm at work probably nine or 10. Right. 
the rest of the time needs to be with family and, you know, just, just do that balance. So every morning from, you know, six 30 to eight or so I'm with my kids, making them breakfast, having a good time with them. Um, when I get home at night from like, you know, six to eight or so roughly, um, again, right. Having some dinner with them and playing games, learning about their day. Um, I just have to like kind of compartmentalize or depart. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> right? I have to do that because if it all gets mushed together, then I'm not going to do anything well, right? I won't be a good father, I won't be a good husband, and I won't be a good business owner. I have to kind of like separate those things in order for me to focus on the task at hand. Yeah, and have you always been? Um, have you always been good at that? Obviously, I know you said you're still getting better, but yeah. did you find that a lot harder when your first child came? to how it is now or have you been able to sort of slip into that work in progress as straight almost straight away when you had kids i that's a good question i think i've been getting better at managing that i think when i had my first kid um i was still kind of you know working you know 24 7 right always checking my phone even if i'm like you know playing lego with my son i you know i i was still like checking my phone every so often and sending emails and doing whatever i had to do um but now i'm like okay if i'm with my kids i'm with my kids and i'm not i'm giving them the attention they deserve so i think i've learned over the last my they're not very old my kids are my oldest is uh four and a half right now and uh, my youngest is two right so um i think i still have a ways to go you do you do although it does go down quick because that feels like <laughs> me yesterday and mine's 19 and 17 so it's it's amazing how quick it <laughs> quick it goes um, okay number uh number eight is what advice would you give an entrepreneur that you wish you had known starting out um i would say don't go in it for the money right? Um, do something that you're passionate about and then the money will, will, will follow, right? Um, if you're just looking to start a business because you want to make a million dollars, um, and you want to just like sell widgets to do that and you're not passionate about widgets, then you're not going to make that million dollars, right? Before you start something, think about what you're passionate about. Just make a list, right? Um, literally just take out a piece of paper or a Google doc and make a list of what you're passionate about, right? And then see on that list, okay, what type of business can I run with something I'm passionate about, right? And if you don't do that, then you're just setting yourself up for failure, right? So, you know, when I started Needles, I was passionate about helping other businesses succeed, right? That was my passion. I like to do that. And I'm still passionate about that to this day, right? If I wasn't, then Needles wouldn't be where it is right now. Yeah. And it's interesting you say that because you always hear the people that don't do that and are unhappy can like look at that and go, yeah, people are talking about passion again. But yet when they understand, when they click into it and they do it, you can see that realization going, now I understand because there's just a different momentum because that passion is the thing that's going to fuel you through the difficult times. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so question number seven is, do you have a definition of success? Yes, I think so. Um, basically, it's doing what you want when you want to do it, right? And that's it, right? As simple as that, right? If you can do what you want when you want to do it, then you're successful, right? That's it. Um, nothing to do with money, right? That's, that's it. Uh, as simple as that. 
Brilliant. Okay. And uh, the f- number eight is: Do you have any daily routines or rituals that um, c- can like make a huge impact to your day? Um, daily routines and rituals. Uh, well, it's more so. That's that's a good question. I don't know if I have like anything like um, specific when it comes to like helping my you know, my, my business, like every single day, it's more of like a, a personal thing. Like every morning I need my, like, you know, shot of espresso and I need like, you know, the hugs from my kids. Right. That kind of makes, you know, wake, a, it wakes me up and, you know, it makes me understand what I'm working for. Right. When I see my kids, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work and I'm running these businesses for them. Right. So then they can do what they want when they want to do it. Right. Um, that's, that's kind of what I, I, I would say to that. Yeah. And in some ways that's almost like a gratitude practice, isn't it? Cause when you, when you're hugging your kids and, and you're emotionally undergoing, this is what I'm doing it for. And you're seeing the future. There's it's, it's like go on and out there and let's go. So it's, it's, I used to do the same sort of thing with, with mine when I'd still do it now, but they look at me like I'm some sort of weirdo but it's yeah I, I completely get that I can, and, and every parent will completely understand that sort of thing as well yeah you have to even when I'm traveling for work right obviously I can't like hug them and you know over the phone or whatever but I always try to FaceTime them or just you know chat with them um you know before I go off and start my day um just so it reminds me of why I'm doing what I'm doing yeah and isn't isn't technology such a wonderful thing now where you can do that it's great. I love it. I mean, yeah. if I was doing business 15 years ago, I don't know what I would, or even not even 15 years ago, no. even like six or seven years yeah, ago, you, you didn't have FaceTime. <laughs> no, not at all. I know. Okay. Yeah. The final question is a life lesson question. So um, all you need to do is pick a number between one and 50. And these are lessons that I have learned throughout my life. Um, and it's our final conversational topic point. It's okay for you to disagree with it because ultimately it's about what have you experienced and how has it helped you move forward in, in your life? So one to 50, please. Okay. Uh, 21. 21 is self-appreciation. So okay. really what this is about is it's about understanding that when you can, there's an awful lot of times is, you know, how we talk to ourselves. We generally talk to ourselves like a piece of rubbish. Um, and quite often is, is we don't really take a moment to just go, actually how precious we are in the people around us and how and making sure that you know if we're working at 100 percent, everyone else around us is working at a better place because they're not worrying about us and we're moving forward and we're we're giving people good lessons and good education in in the self as well you know you're you're teaching your children to move forward in in being who they want to be and I just think it's it's one of those things that possibly not enough people do because mm-hmm. we don't really take the time to go, okay, actually, how much do I actually appreciate what I've done, what I'm doing it for, and um, the impact that I'm making to the the world around us in, in whatever that geographical or uh, physical sphere is. And I just wondered what you thought about that. No, you know what? That's that, that's a great point, and I, you know, personally, I don't think I, I do that enough uh, en- enough myself. I'd love to know kind of like how you go about doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do you just kind of think it to yourself? Do you kind of look in the mirror and you know, yes, hold it, right? Yeah, um, yeah. You might. You, I think. I think the 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 one of the parts is is that most of us because it's it's not something we're taught at school. 
You know, I mean, if you if you if you walked around like that when you're at school, I know for a fact you would. Pro- I would probably get bullied or God knows what else. But it, <laughs> what it is, it's about taking that time out during your day. You know, even when you you know you're in you're getting ready in the morning and just before you go and see your kids or just before you have your espresso, and you just kind of like look at yourself and you're grateful for who you are before you're even grateful for your kids. I call it being positively selfish because mm-hmm. the because we are sometimes so focused on the external and you know being great dad and you know break parents and all of those sort of things but actually we don't stop for a second and go do you know you're doing okay and you you know and if you mm-hmm. if you keep on doing this you're going to do it. You're going to be a great example for your family. You're going to be, you know, you're working hard to help X amount of people. You know, you're making an impact and just remember that. Um, yeah, that's, that's super important. That, that actually kind of reminds me, I don't know if you ever, if you're a mad TV fan or not. Um, but there's a character on mad TV called, uh, named Stuart, right? And every time, every episode, he looks in the mirror and he says, you know, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. You know, and gosh darn it, people like me, right? And it's it's the dumbest thing, but it's it's true, right? And he, it, it, one way or the other, you can say something like that. Maybe not in like those words, but you know, just say something to yourself in the mirror, and you know, like like you're saying. I think that's a cool, cool idea. I think for for me, it comes from the fact that when I went through the when I went through sort of bad bouts of depression. Um, and when you're going through that, obviously you you don't appreciate yourself at all. You don't appreciate much around you at all. So it was it was teaching myself to get back into that mindset and actually doing it purposefully, not just doing it for a fleeting minute or not just going like, oh yeah, I'll check myself up, but making it part of my uh, part of my routine in the morning is going okay. We're going to do some self appreciation. Because if if you can do that, and it's really hard, you know, if you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're giving yourself compliments, that's a difficult thing to do. And obviously something you wouldn't want to do in public. Um, but but it's just something to be able to go, okay, this is, you know, and I, even that simple, you know, just as powerful as your definition of success is, if you can say, I'm, I'm worthy enough, I'm good enough. And um, what was the last one? And people like me. And people like me, <laughs> you know, then there, you know, that will just move you forward. But it's having the, sometimes it's having the courage to do it on your own and just going, okay, that's what I'm going to do. So actually, I'm going to challenge the listeners who are listening to the show. Think of a very quick phrase like that, stand in front of a mirror and say, and at first you're going to feel like an absolute buffoon. But (laughs) if you do it, and the challenge is to do it for 14 days every single day and do it congruent, and see what results change. And then let me know in the comments on the post for this episode, and we'll find out how it's made people feel. So that was brought to you by um, Needles, because they came up with that one from the Mad Show, was it? Mad? Yeah, Mad TV. Like Mad it's TV. A, it was initially a comic book, um, ah, but they right, made it okay. into a... They made it into a TV show. I don't think it's on the air anymore. But okay. when I was a kid, I guess it was like, I don't know, 
10 years ago. They had this character on TV, Stuart. If you're listening to this, just Google Stuart for Mad TV and you'll know all about it. (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) So so we are are at the end and it has been a fantastic talk. I've really enjoyed it. Can you share with the listeners um, how people could find out more about you, where they where they need to go to best place to find out more about needles. Um, the floor is now yours, sir. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So you know, I knew I was coming on this show. I wanted to offer uh, the listeners here some you know a fantastic deal um, for leveraging needles for their business. So if you visit needles.com, n-e-e-d-l-s dot com forward slash success iq the name of the podcast so needles.com forward slash success iq um you can get 35 percent off your monthly platform fee with us for an entire year all right so that's saving 35 bucks essentially you know a month for an entire year over 400 bucks in savings uh you know for for the platform to try out facebook ads for your business um if you want to reach me directly you can email me at michael at needles.com it's m-i-c-h-a-e-l at needles.com um i'll check my email as often as i can unless i'm with my kids so just uh keep keep that in mind um but yeah, uh, definitely check check it out. Needles.com slash success IQ. Um, and that that's it. Yeah. Thank you very much. And if he's not checking his emails, he's talking to himself in the mirror. So there you go. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> Michael, it has been an absolute pleasure and privilege having you on the show. And I just want to take this final opportunity to wish you the greatest success. Thank you. You too. Pleasure. So I hope you enjoyed the episode 99, which means that the next episode is episode 100. It is a huge milestone for myself in the show, and um, we're doing something a little bit different. I am being put on the hot seat itself, and I am passing the reins over to a good friend of mine, Dave Algio, who we've had on the show, the stressed guru himself, Um, So it would be lovely for you to sign up and join us next week for the 100th episode. I'm slightly nervous because I've got no idea what he has got planned, but um, I'm sure it's going to be a great lot of fun as well. So don't forget, the 100th episode of the Success IQ podcast is next week. Take care. So firstly, just let me say a massive thank you to all of you who've taken the time to listen to the show. And for those of you who are sending me emails to give me feedback about the show, what you like, what you'd like to see, I am extremely grateful to you all. I would be really grateful as well if you have time and the inclination to jump over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the show as it really does help me stay on my mission, which is to help people create and live an exceptional life. Finally, you can get hold of these podcast show on many different platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, all of those ones that you probably listen to regularly. Um, all you need to do is hit subscribe and get them straight to your phone, which makes life so much easier. So just finally wishing you an amazing week. Take care and don't forget to keep pursuing the exceptional. <laughs>